1: Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. Well, Margaret Brennan from uh, moderator of Face Nation gets to talk to world leaders and all sorts of stuff. And we're here at spring training talking to some fun athletes and coaches with the Minnesota Twins. Joining us now on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline is Margaret Brennan. Good morning, Margaret, from Fort Myers. We're third base side next to the dugout. That sounds fun. (laughs) It's really chilly here in Washington. Is it? Is it? Mm -hmm. All right. Hey, uh, so much going on right now. So much to cover with you. Alexei Navalny's funeral underway in Moscow. Tight security. There's some real fear of arrests coming with this with the mourners.
0: Well, as you can imagine, in uh, a state run by Vladimir Putin, there is a high degree of surveilling his own people. Um, Some of Navalny's supporters have said they'd had trouble live streaming any of the um, proceedings because of... You know, difficulty getting signals out. If you look at most news organizations right now, you can see on the front page, though, pictures of the U.S. ambassador, other Western ambassadors carrying red roses uh, and gathering to honor Alexei Navalny uh, for his push and advocacy for democracy and for his bravery in standing up to Vladimir Putin. Um, the United States has not directly attributed the death as a murder carried out by the Russian state, but has said that. Putting Alexei Navalny in a prison colony in an Arctic area was in and of itself a death sentence.
1: Uh, What is the latest now on the possibilities and the scenarios for the government shutdown? I know there was the House vote. What is the timeline now?
0: Well, it appears that that worry of a a March 1st to 2nd government shutdown has been averted. Uh, But this is just one of those short-term fixes um, for government funding. And so there's this stopgap bill that will avert the immediate crisis, but you still have to deal with all these questions of how to fund government agencies. Um, And so those debates will continue over the coming weeks. There's another half of government funding that expires March 22nd. So quite literally, this is just kicking the can down the road. Exactly. We just keep doing this. At some point, Mm -hmm. don't they have to make a decision here? Well, I mean, this has been one of the frustrations with Congress for years now, that they don't come to budget agreements and spending agreements, that they just do short-term patches because of the difficulty in actually negotiating with each other. Um, This is a reflection of the partisanship and, and the concern right now. Um, and so, yes, it, this is an ongoing issue. We're going to talk about it with Mike Turner, the Republican chair of the House Intelligence Committee on Sunday, because there is, apart from just you know keeping the U.S. government funded, there are major national security concerns right now that he has been warning about and is calling for the United States government to deal with in terms of funding. Remember, it's Congress that controls the purse strings and Congress that writes new laws. So if you need significant things done, it's not just something the president can order. He needs Congress to work with him on it. Uh, President Biden and former President Trump
1: each visited uh, the U.S.-Mexico border. I know you were uh, down there in Mm -hmm. recent months, too. How would you contrast those visits, uh, both of them?
0: Well, I mean, (laughs) these were both in two different places to underscore a very different message. President Biden stood um, in Brownsville, Texas, calling for Donald Trump to stand with him and to advocate for passing um, a congressional bill that was bipartisan, that was put together in the Senate that would deal with the immediate crisis, maybe not overhaul and completely solve it, but certainly do more to fund border security, to make it harder to claim asylum in the United States, thus cut back on the number of people crossing here uh, on a daily basis. So he did at least rhetorically call for some bipartisanship there and for Trump to stand with them, but really was driving at that political message that Donald Trump, was campaigning against any congressional resolution here because he wants to just make political hay out of it in a way that helps his campaign, that it, if it continues to look like chaos, it'll benefit him.
1: Okay. And then the other big things, former President Trump, Supreme Court, Mitch McConnell stepping aside, so much to talk about coming up on Sunday. Who have you got coming up? We
0: do indeed. I have the head of the ATF. Uh, I want to talk to him about gun violence in America. President Biden touting this week that violent crimes are, are down across the board. I think that would be surprising to a lot of Americans who are very aware of, of crime in major cities across the country. We want to talk to him about how they are chipping away at that and the legal challenges they have, including at the Supreme Court right now. Uh, we also have Dan Sullivan, Republican from the state of Alaska, talk to him about another uh, about the change up in Republican leadership that's happening with Mitch McConnell announcing he will be retiring.
1: Okay, a lot going on. Thank you so much,
0: Margaret. Have a great weekend. Thank you.
1: Margaret Brennan, Face the Nation.
0: His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. hi And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it.